0: Good morning, and welcome to Car Thoughts with David. I am your host, as always, David Calvert. Thank you guys so, so much for taking time out of your day. Listen to what I have to say. It means so much, and, I mean, just wow. I mean, these interviews I've been having have been so phenomenal, and I hope that you guys have been enjoying them and gleaning awesome amounts of knowledge, finding people that you want to work with, collaborate with, heck, even have on your podcast, like, uh, Don Cooley and uh, Mike Sano had both expressed interest that they are looking to ha- have uh, more opportunities to get on the podcasts. So, if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this show and you interview or you're wanting to do interviews, definitely reach out to them and uh, let them know that I sent you. You know, uh, they're looking to get the word out about what they do. You know, uh, Don with the Save My Skateboarding Initiative. and, uh, Mike with the, um, the ghost writing, he's wanted to do more ghost writing work and help, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, create something better than a business card to create that book that explains perfectly what they do. And, um, you know, I think both of those are extremely noble causes and, uh, yeah. So, you know, definitely excited about that. And, um, these these interviews have just been so awesome, guys. I, I It's your listenership that's allowed me to get enough of a following to meet enough people to get these interviews. So that's why I say thank you. You guys are making this happen. And I feel like after almost 40 interviews that I almost can call myself an interviewer. <laughs> I almost feel like I kind of might know what I'm doing a little bit. Uh, and the reason I say that is because, you know, Mike and I talked yesterday about... The fact that, um, you know, if you write all the time and you're not getting paid for it, then you can still call yourself a writer because you're writing. You are actively engaged in the act of wherewith you are referring to yourself. When it comes to interviews, it's a little bit of a different animal. I don't necessarily want to call myself an interviewer because when I sit down and write my books... The next day, I sit down in front of my book. It's not a completely different book, you know, unless I just so happen to finish that book and I'm starting on another. But if I'm writing, like, say, one of my novels, I sit down one day, it's one book. I sit down another day, it's another book. Uh, That doesn't happen. You know, it's the same book I've been writing. I'm just a chapter or two further along than I was, you know, the last day I sat down because I did that writing yesterday. Uh, when it comes to an interview, you have different people each time, and, and they have different personalities. They have different ways that they, they think, that they talk, that they answer questions, that they ask questions. And, you know, each person is different. So, you know, it's it's very unique. I mean, you know, there was a couple times yesterday where I just totally misread uh, something or or you know blurted out something and i'm like oh yeah okay he wasn't done talking yet oops (laughs) you know and uh you know that happens you know you've got to kind of learn those things and um you know i'm getting there i'm getting there like anything else it's a skill that can be learned um you know, it just takes takes time, practice, and effort. And so I've been super, super thankful for the opportunities I've been given to be able to interview such amazing people. I mean, <clears throat> one of my interviews is at 200 listens, which is ridiculous. You know, I just last month was like, oh, yeah, some of my interviews hit 100. And uh, this month, I've got one that's at at 200. I'm thrilled. Uh, that is my interview with uh, Kristen Pruitt. Uh, she is such an amazing human being. I mean, she really is. She does so much for the community, and um, you know, I couldn't be more happy for her in the fact that you know her you you know her interview has been listened to so many times. All of the interviews are fantastic. Um, I'm just. You know, the reason I point these things out is more because I'm just, like, blown away at how many listens they have. Because, you know, when I started this podcast, I didn't expect to ever be interviewing anybody. I didn't expect it to go past two or three episodes. You know, I thought, Psh, yeah, I'm going to get bored with this and, you know, I'm not going to do it anymore. And, you know, and then that'll be that. And <clears throat> Or I'll get burnt out on it and I won't want to do it anymore and I'll regret it. And uh, neither one of those things happened. Now, granted, I have had some episodes where they've just been really hard to record. And I basically just finally stopped. And I was like, nope, right now it's not the time. This is the episode. is This is not what the episode is supposed to be. And I just kind of flow with it. I mean, sometimes I get frustrated, obviously, as all people do. Because I'm like, gosh, I really want to get an episode, you know, the episode recorded. And it's just not working out and uh you know so there are some times where that happens uh but for the most part you know when i get the episode out i'm proud and happy of what happened and how it went out and how it worked out and the things i talked about but you know i struggle too you know sometimes you're going to have that i mean i can't tell you how many how many um you know, episodes I delete or, you know, or where I'm just like, you know, this is not what I want to talk about. This is, you know, I I felt like I was forcing it, you know, it wasn't natural. Like I was, like I was trying to produce a daily podcast instead of I'm just sitting here talking to you guys, sharing this story as we're in the car together. And, um, you know, it shouldn't be that much hard work to, to, to do it. So, um, And then there's been a couple, you know, mishaps here or there. Like yesterday, I was trying to record an episode, and I'm sitting there just talking to myself for about 25 minutes, and I stop and I look and I realize that somewhere along the way, the recording, um, you know, just stopped. It just, you know, so about I got about four minutes of the 25, and you know, because I was trying to put something together, uh, so I'd have something for, uh, for you know, the, the episode after Mike, uh, which is the episode you're listening to now. Um, so this is not the very first recording of it. This is actually, well, if you count my alarm going off and stopping the recording um, this morning, because I set an extra backup alarm uh, for something else, and I started recording, and then at 5.50 the alarm goes off, and, uh, yeah, stops the recording, so I start over. But, um... But, yeah, you know, little mishaps and phone issues, things like that. Uh, I put a lot of mileage on this thing, and, uh, you know, it holds up really, really well. At some point, I need to just get, like, an iPod where I just connect this thing up to Wi-Fi and upload the episodes or whatever from there so I can take some of the stress off of the phone. Because I really put it through, through its paces. There's... I, I doubt Apple will be able to refurbish this thing and and uh, provide it, provide it to another person. They'll probably open it up and be like, nope, and uh, just send it to be recycled immediately. Um. And and I have I have actually burnt up phones before, like in the literal sense. Um, I had a uh, this was before Android existed. Uh, this was. I don't even know that Apple existed yet. Um, it might, it might, might have been at the first or second iteration of the of the iPhone. Like we're talking, like where it was only on AT and T. Uh, and yeah, I was uh, downloading a movie uh, on it. Uh, it was a Samsung um, Windows based phone. I was downloading a movie on it from my computer. I already had a movie on the memory stick that I was watching, and the the Samsung phones had the uh, uh, DNLA, or DLNA, yeah, where you could, like, stream to a wireless device. So I was watching the Boondock Saints on my television via my PlayStation being streamed, my PlayStation 3, and the movie was being streamed from my Samsung phone while I was actually sending another movie from my computer to it. And my phone rang, and the phone was really hot. I had noticed it was getting really hot. My phone rang, and then one of the chips actually fried because smoke started coming out around the seams of the phone. Um, and uh, I had that phone for like a grand total of uh, 25 days, 20, 27 days, sorry, 27 days uh, before I sent it back to uh, Samsung. It was a tester phone that I had been given and, uh, they wanted me to put it through its paces and see what it could hold up against. And I said, I took that challenge gladly. Cause a lot of people, they test stuff and, and they're just like, Oh, okay. Yeah, it's cool. And that's it. You tell me to test something and, and try and like make sure that it'll hold up against anything you put it up against. I'm going to test the ever living daylights out of it. Like when I used to test shoes for new balance, um, I would literally wear nothing but those shoes. So they were on my feet. Every time I put on shoes, it was those New Balances. I would put so many miles on them. I, You know, because I'd get them for like, I think, six to eight weeks, depending on the shoe type. And that was the only shoe I wore for that period of time. And people will be like, oh, yeah, you know, uh, you know, never... You know, thought you know, because I had people like oh, I never thought you were like this shoe guy who went out and bought a bunch of pairs of shoes. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not buying these. These are like being lent to me, and I'm wearing them. And they said wear them as much as you can, and you know, put as much activity on them as you can. We want to see how they hold up over this period of time, and so I did. And um, you know, so when it when you tell when you give me something and like hey, test this, you better believe that if there's a flaw, I'm gonna find it. That's, that's how I always did my uh, beta testing. That's how I always did my, um, my testing of physical products. And so, yeah, so in 27 days, I put so much data through a Windows-based smartphone that I actually caused one of the chips to fry and melt and start smoking. So... <clears throat> it really sucked, because I was getting to a really, really good part in the Boondock Saints when my friend called. So when he called, it f- it paused the movie, and then as I was trying to answer the phone, it was like like Mission Impossible, where like just the smoke starts coming out of it. That's what it kind of looked like. I was like, oh yeah, that's bad. Let's get a window open in here, because there is nothing worse than the smell. Well, there are a few things worse, but there's not much worse than the smell of melting silicon and plastic, um, uh, and, and, uh, you know, I knew I had to get the window open and, you know, then I ran to get a, like, oven mitt and took the phone outside to let it finish baking outside, um, you know, uh, because, and then, uh, once it finally cooled down, I brought it back in and reactivated one of my, my, actual non-test phone, my personal phone, and, and, uh, put it, you know, put it back into service, and then, um, boxed up the Samsung phone, I texted my friend and told him, yeah, sorry, I couldn't call you, my phone basically caught fire, and, uh, so, you know, everything's good, we're safe, but, um, yeah, that's, that's why I didn't answer your call earlier, (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, and that was, that was that, you know, it was exciting, you know, and I, I enjoy testing products, um, I don't intentionally catch them on fire, but, you know, that was, that was definitely the first time that that had happened, and, uh, you know, and it worked out okay, you know, because, uh, you know, Samsung, they, they were thrilled, they were like, wow, you know. We got this back to the lab, and and they, uh, it was funny because the Samsung rep that gave it to me to test, says, "Yeah, we got this back to the lab, and the, you know, you really, you really stumped them. You know, they're they're sitting over there wondering how you, what you did to this phone because, when they looked at all the chips." and the motherboard, and, and did all the tests on it, they said it looked like you had used the phone for over two years. They said that's how much wear and tear there was on the circuitry, that it resembled a phone board that was two years old, or, or more. And I was like, yeah, I'm just really good at what I do. You said, you said put it through its paces, and have no mercy, and... Trust me, you give me that license, I will definitely make sure that this phone is going to see as much usage as humanly possible. And that was back when we had unlimited data, so I didn't even have my phone connected to Wi-Fi. I was using, <laughs> I was running all of that through uh, 3G at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, that was that was the uh, the extent of it. But yeah, so I mean, that's the thing, you know, you, you've got to be willing to try new things sometimes and learn, and sometimes things don't work out. Like my book, my science fiction novel, finally came out! Yes, I'm excited! Um, I got my print copies in, and stuff that didn't show up on the print preview, uh, which the only thing I can attribute it to is because they did say that if uh, if the book's over X number of pages, the the margins will shift. Well... I assumed that when I when it did everything, it, it adjusted the margins properly. So when I looked at the print preview, the chapters looked fine. Um, the pages looked fine. Everything looked okay. Um, so I submitted. As soon as it was ready, I ordered ten copies. And I'm like, yes! I'm going to have my book in my hand soon. I can start sending them off to the pre-order folks. And, yeah, (laughs) I get it, and um, it it wasn't, like, printed badly. There wasn't, like, mistakes, but the spacing on the pages was wrong. So, you'd have, like, say, chapter 3 would end, and on the same page that chapter 3 ended, you'd have chapter 4. And then on the next page, you'd actually have the beginning of Chapter 4, where the Chapter 4 was actually supposed to be written. So, I had like... 20 chapters that were like that, where it was just like oddball. Um, just random. You know, where it didn't make sense, and then the rest of the chapters were like... They were fine. And, uh... So, you know, things happen. You just roll with it. You keep on moving. um, And you learn as you go. So, uh, Kindle just recently, uh, they have their software, Kindle Create Software. And they just recently opened it up where when you make the Kindle Create format for the Kindle, it'll also work for the book, the physical print book as well. So, the software does both versions. You just make that one file and upload it to both versions. So you have a uniform copy, which is a brilliant idea. Um, And I'm sure they just were doing Kindle only just to kind of test the waters and see how it worked out. Um, But yeah, so I'm part of that early access program. So I was like, oh, easy. I'll just throw the book in there with the revisions I've made. And then I'll re-upload the the Kindle version. I'll re-upload the print version uh with this, and it'll definitely be right, you know, and uh turns out it was, so it's in revision right now, and basically put, uh, by Monday, people should be able to order the correct, not page all over the place crazy stuff, um, version of my book, which I'm excited about, you know, I mean everything was printed fine there wasn't anything where you like couldn't read it there wasn't web dings in half of it or whatever you know it was all it was all fine plus it shortened my book too uh which was nice because since everything was actually properly spaced the way it was supposed to be um it took some of the pages uh unnecessary pages out and and kind of cleaned that up as well so you know it made everything just a cleaner presentation overall and um you know, just, I'm super thrilled by by the way it turned out. Um, I'm a little disappointed that I got ten copies, but my wife is like, well, I turned it into a positive. You got ten unique copies that, you know, only those ten people who get that book, and if a couple people have actually ordered the print version, uh, will have, which I plan on reaching out to people and being like, hey, if you ordered the print version and you get the one that's misprinted, let me know. I'll send you a a proper one, you know. Once I get the new ones in, you know, because I'm gonna make it right for them. I feel bad, you know. Uh, I advertised the book before I had a chance to actually physically see the physical copy in my hand. Because, like I said, the print preview, it looked okay. It looked fine. So, um, you know, I feel bad that I advertised it before I actually physically looked at it. And, uh, but anyway, as that goes, it's it's very very thrilling. To have the book out, it's very, very thrilling to know that by Monday it's going to be perfect, and I've got it released, and now I can start working on my uncut edition, um, getting that prepped for launch. I'm probably going to launch that guy uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of um, March or April, maybe, maybe June. uh that way I'm I'm clear you know for uh for that and uh you know, cuz like I said the people who uh, I've said in previous episodes the people who fell in love with my book fell in love with the unedited version and uh I mean not like that I'm not going to have it grammar checked and all that but the way I wrote it you know, and uh, plus I want a copy of it the way I wrote it. And since with Amazon, I can kind of just do that and I don't have to, uh, you know, don't actually have to, you know, pay some exorbitant amount of money to a self-publisher that's going to charge me like four or five hundred dollars to put the book out just so I can have a copy of it that way, Um, you know, where I can have that pure form that I initially wrote. Not that I've got a problem with with the way it was edited. Um, but I just, I like the way I wrote it, too. I personally like the way I wrote it. So, you know, and I know the people who are fans who pre-ordered it are as well. So, you know, to give them that option if they want to get the, the way they actually were introduced to the book and the story and Jonathan and everything. So, um, like I said, hurtling Towards Home, A Story of Hope is out now it is available um on Amazon on Kindle and on iBooks and of course if you are looking for it on uh Amazon wait until this Monday uh Monday February but 10th or 11th or whatever it is the the Monday the second Monday of February 2019 to order it in print uh, so that you get the corrected version because it should be approved and everything should be good with it printed in that form corrected where it's not weird pat pagination pagination however they pronounce that um (laughs) uh, all of that should be set up by then so thank you guys as always for listening thank you for being a part of this show Thank you for showing up every day, for showing your support, for supporting the show. For those of you who support the show, Tariq um, and now Seth Henderson, uh, Tariq Ruffin of Morningstar Journal with Tariq. Thank you guys, as always, for the support you've given in the financial sense. I do appreciate it, gentlemen. And, um, you know, with that being said, as always... I wrote a book, because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them, and that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So, I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting. Lessons learned, lessons shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can, you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome, epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you guys, and I could not do any of this without your support, so when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.